Hello and welcome to another episode of the Piss Off Podcast. You know, the more time goes on, the more social media and mainstream media are becoming one in the same. And the problem is that they have become our main sources of information. This isn't breaking news when it comes to mainstream media, but many of us have become content with moving our focus to social media under the belief that since it somewhat gives us all a voice, it's more legitimate or maybe has the appearance of being slightly more balanced. But social media in and of itself is not spilling over with fact-based information. Quite the contrary, especially when one considers and acknowledges the fact that our current administration worked to erase or at the very least hide facts that didn't quite go along with the narrative they were and are currently pushing. You know, and it's not just the current administration. I'm aware of that. And which, by the way, I am well aware I run the risk of ticking some people off here. But Trump has been one of the most effective users of social media to push his own narratives. And those narratives are mostly about himself and how perfectly he's done everything ever. It's not really about those who support him. It's more about what his supporters can and should do for him. You know, he's claimed the election was stolen and that he's guilty of nothing. Now, I don't particularly find either of those claims to have much merit, but I would agree that the crimes he's been charged with are the same or at least very similar to what some of his political opponents have also done without any consequences, so to speak. So, yes, I I agree that he's being unfairly targeted, but that doesn't mean he hasn't committed the crimes he's being charged with. It simply means our government regularly and consistently misuses and abuses their power to get what they want and to keep the opposition under control. And again, they do this effectively, just like Trump, for his own narratives. The government does this effectively through social media. Now, most of the information we choose to seek out via social media is completely skewed and biased. And, you know, I have to admit I'm biased myself. Most of my shows have to do with, you know, supporting the conservative argument, um, if not always supporting the conservative argument. But it seems as though many of us have very little motivation to seek out the complete story, you know, the complete truth that particularly falls to the left. You know, instead, many of us are quite content with simply copying and pasting talking points provided to us by those in power, which we all, or most of us, at the same time, claim to be fighting against government power. And about the whole copy and paste talking points, you know, anytime I speak with somebody on the left, I almost know the exact argument they're going to make, and I almost always know the exact point where during the argument they've run out of steam and they're just going to start reverting to insults or, you know, Oh, we're just going to agree to disagree because the left limits themselves very much on the information they have. If somebody says something about it on social media, everybody from the left takes that. And now that's everybody's argument, uh, which is fine until somebody mostly on the right comes along and says, well, actually, what about this extra detail? Well, the left doesn't know about that extra detail because they don't do their research outside of what they feel and what somebody else told them. And, and with that whole thought of, you know, 
us following the exact people we're supposed to, in essence, maybe not be fighting against, but trying to keep in check. You know, it, it really reminds me, you know, power to the people, right? Or as much as the government allows us to have, anyway. So the power of social media is not lost on our so-called leaders, and they use our impulsivity, and I suppose you could call it sense of trust, to keep themselves in power. But here's the thing. For most of them, it doesn't seem like they use that power to fight for us. They seem more interested in using that power simply to keep that power. Let's take a recent scheme that popped up this week from our brainless vice president cackling Kamala Harris. She decided to use social media primarily, social media anyway, to blatantly lie about Florida's Board of Education policy on teaching the history of slavery. Now she claimed that they were gaslighting the country and pushing the idea that Florida wants to convince our youth that slavery benefited slaves. This couldn't be further from the truth, but of course, there were hordes of people, mainstream media included, who began retweeting Cackling Harris and running stories about what she had supposedly uncovered. Again, forget the fact she was incorrect, completely incorrect, because it's on social media. So to some, her claims are now fact. And of course, that's not rooted in reality or fact, but it's good enough for some. And after all, they did read it on Twitter, saw her doing her loud speech on Twitter. Here's the bigger issue, is that even for the, for the Florida Board of Education, when some of their people who actually, you know, developed that curriculum came forward and spoke out against Harris's false claims by adding actual context and, you know, more than one sentence that she completely picked apart and annihilated, they, of course, were denounced. And, and, and why is that? Well, Cackling Harris had spoken it into existence she used a loud voice, hand gestures, and terrible drama. So it must be true. And so there's really nothing further to research or discuss. Of course, mouth-breathing followers could have simply looked up the curriculum with its full context. But who can be bothered to do that? You know, it reminds me of the Supreme Court decisions regarding affirmative action being pushed by the left as attacks on race or the overturning of Roe v. Wade being an attack on women's rights. Now, the Supreme Court's decisions regarding those cases were neither of those things. But if those in power say so, and mainstream media post links to their biased and manipulative coverage of the decisions or even just headlines, or a popular influencer shouts into their smartphone then that is, in fact, what those decisions were about. Again, forget actually reading the opinions, concurrences, and misguided dissents for yourself to see how the court came to those decisions and their reasoning behind those decisions, which, as I've said in the past, were quite excellent and well thought out, particularly Clarence Thomas's concurrence in Students for Fair Admissions uh, v. President and Fellows of Harvard College. That was an excellent one by Clarence Thomas, actually, and made complete sense, as opposed to Sotomayor and uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson's. But it's much easier to just side with whoever it is you feel represents you, regardless of how misguided and ignorant that person or outlet might be. 
it's easier to just go along with them. And, and that's my whole point here. Someone like Cackling Harris might be dumber than a box of rocks, but she and her handlers know how easy people can be manipulated, and they use that against us every chance they get. And why, I wonder, would they do that? It's quite simple, really. Our unwillingness to seek out the actual truth is one more tool in their toolbox that helps keep them in power. We're simply pawns to most of them, and unfortunately, too many of us are willing to play that part. So how do we get back the power that we, the people, are actually supposed to have? Well, it's certainly not by burning down buildings or acts of violence, as is the path some have ignorantly chosen. It's simply about educating ourselves and actually reading the documents, watching the hearings, you know, paying attention. And I know, I know, reading takes time and court decisions or curriculums can contain quite a few pages of text, but reading them seems to be much more effective than simply, you know, taking social media posts as fact. Additionally, Using the actual documents and text for your arguments actually weakens the insane gnashing of teeth tactics the left regularly employs. Researching what these nimrods are claiming and deciding for ourselves helps us start to get that power back. It also gives us a heightened understanding that the left really has no clue what they're actually talking about. We have to stop merely listening to these arrogant, ego-driven, divisive narcissists and start investing in what we actually want. Being divided will never move us forward, and we have to be willing to rely on facts and our own intellect, even if that means putting social media on the back burner and reading what is really being written, decided upon, and taught. We have to stop using our energy arguing with people on social media, most of which have never even read the actual documents they're arguing against. Putting our trust in those who only want power will never get us anywhere, and putting our trust in those who just parrot those in power is a complete waste of time. Hopefully I haven't wasted too much of your time today. Our country isn't and wasn't built on racism or hate. We were built on a belief that we could be better, and along the way we've made mistakes, some undeniably worse than others. But allowing people to simply convince us that we've somehow started going back to those same mistakes in the hope we will continue to give them more power is likely to be one of the worst mistakes we could ever make. Well, that's all for me this week. Thanks for listening and uh, piss off.